Hello there, and welcome to Kid History. My name is Logan, and I'm the creator of the Kid History Learning Series. Kid History is an educational podcast and book series made for children. Today's episode is called, Let's Learn About Australia. We'll learn about the Aboriginal peoples, John Cook, prison colonies, the Australian Gold Rush, colony unification, indigenous animals, the city of Melbourne, the Great Barrier Reef, the world-famous Sydney Opera House, Australian sports, and more. Did you know that this podcast is also available as an illustrated children's book on Amazon? Links can be found in the description below for my social media, YouTube channel, and other books. And finally, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, comment, and tell others about this podcast. Are you ready? Let's learn about Australia! We begin our journey of Australia's history by learning about Australia's Aboriginal peoples. The Aboriginals are the native peoples of Australia, and they've been here for over 50,000 years. Aboriginal communities speak over 250 different languages, and many Aborigines speak two or three different languages. The native Aboriginal peoples were nomadic, which means they preferred to keep moving rather than stay in one place. They were skilled hunters and gatherers, and their tribes spanned all over the continent of Australia and surrounding islands. By the year 1788, British settlements and colonies were being established and many of the native peoples were displaced. The expansion of the British Empire forced many to flee to other less inhabited parts of the continent. However, the Aboriginal people were strong and worked hard to protect their art forms, languages, and culture. Australia's history would not be where it is today without the strong influence of its native peoples. James Cook The first Europeans to visit Australia came in 1606, when a ship from the Dutch East India Company made an expected stop on the continent. Over a hundred years passed, and the world was still uncertain of the true size of this rumored landmass, called Terra Australis. So, in 1768, a British explorer named James Cook set sail to find out. James Cook was a seasoned sea explorer and sailed to the island of Tahiti to plan his search. Cook decided to sail southwest after other explorers had tried searching in other directions, and on April 19, 1770, he and his crew spotted Australia. He was able to map the eastern coastline of Australia as well as the island of New Zealand. Cook was rewarded and promoted when he returned to Britain. He was sent on a second voyage with more resources, and the goal was to find potential locations for British colonies. The group had a good feeling about a location called Botany Bay and agreed it was the perfect spot for a new colony. This is the location of what is now modern-day Sydney. Prison Colonies News of James Cook's discoveries made its way back to Britain, and the government immediately began drafting plans for new colonies. The British would soon be filling ships that were headed for Australia with supplies, scientists, and prisoners. In 1788, it was normal for a country to send its prisoners away to places called prison colonies. These colonies allowed for labor and exporting goods back to Britain. The British had been previously sending prisoners to the Americas until the newly formed USA defeated the British in a war. This was a problem for the British government, 
However, with Cook's discovery, the British felt that Australia was the perfect new location to send their prisoners. The first colony was established at Botany Bay and was followed by others in Tasmania, Western Australia, and Queensland. As time passed, the Australian public grew to dislike the practice of prisoner colonies, and in 1868, the last prison ship left Australia for good. Gold Rush Ready to strike it rich? Many Australians did just that during the Australian Gold Rush. It started in 1823, when an Australian convict unknowingly stumbled upon a huge gold nugget while working outside. The prison guards assumed he had stolen it, and he was punished. Little did they know that the prisoner had stumbled upon one of the world's largest gold deposits, and in a few short years, Australia's history would change forever. The Australian Gold Rush unofficially began in 1851, when a man named Edward Hargraves discovered gold near the town of Bathurst, which was not far from Sydney. Numerous other gold sites were found throughout Australia, including a large deposit at Clunes Goldfield. Australia saw an increase in immigration from free peoples and hopeful immigrant gold seekers. Australia's population during the gold rush more than tripled and reached over a million and a half people by 1871. Commonwealth Unity The Australian colonies were growing rapidly after the gold rush, and at the same time, the British were having a hard time maintaining their large empire. This combination was leading Australia on a path to independence from Britain. On January 1, 1901, the six largest colonies of Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria, Tasmania, South Australia, and Western Australia agreed to unite and form the Commonwealth of Australia. The territories banded together and created a new federal government that was no longer governed by the English crown. However, Australia still honors its British roots in various ways, such as on the Australian flag. Did you know the colonies of Fiji and New Zealand were originally part of the agreement to become part of the Australian nation, but decided to be their own nations right before it was finalized? The Great Barrier Reef Our next stop is a location that has been part of Australia's history for thousands of years. It's a place the Aboriginal peoples and Torres Strait Islanders came to for religious and spiritual ceremonies. This is called the Great Barrier Reef and it's the world's largest coral reef ecosystem. Tiny sea animals called coral polyps created the reef that spans over 2,000 kilometers. The barrier reef is so large that it can be seen from space, and thousands of species of fish, turtles, and sharks call the Great Barrier Reef home. The Great Barrier Reef Preserve is located off the coast of Queensland, Australia, and is made up of thousands of smaller living reefs with over 900 islands. The reef is so big that its length is longer than the coastline of Uruguay, Puerto Rico, and Jamaica combined. A reef is a living organism that is very fragile and needs to be cared for. Unfortunately, global warming and pollution have been harming the reef. We all need to do our part to make sure we protect our beautiful planet and make sure places like the Great Barrier Reef stay healthy. Australian Animals Australia is home to some of the world's most unique animals, and they have played a large role in Australia's history. The continent is filled with various species of all kinds of different animals. Australia is home to some of the cuddliest animals and the sleepiest. 
Let's learn about some of them. The kangaroo is possibly the most famous animal to come from Australia. Kangaroos are members of the marsupial family, which means they carry their babies in a front pouch until they're grown. They also have very large feet that they use to jump and kick. Australia is home to millions of jumping kangaroos, so be on the lookout for some hopping around. You probably won't see a koala jumping around like a kangaroo, but you'll likely find one sleeping in a tree. The koala bear is fully content to spend its day eating and sleeping. The koala is native to Australia and can be found in various forests across the country. The Australian continent has thousands of different types of animals. Make sure to research Australian snakes, reptiles, and emus. The Sydney Opera House Welcome to Sydney and its gorgeous harbor. Sydney is the capital city of the state of New South Wales, and it is also the largest city in all of Oceania. There are over 5 million Sydney residents, or Sydney-siders, and they are known as some of the kindest people on earth. The harbor is a wonderful place to take in the sounds of Sydney, and don't forget to learn about the famous Sydney Harbor Bridge. I love the sounds of the harbor. The boat stirring, the gulls squeaking, and the opera singers singing. Wait, did you say opera? Welcome to the world-famous Sydney Opera House. This uniquely designed building sits in Sydney Harbor on a place referred to as Benelong Point. It took over 14 years to build and was dedicated by Queen Elizabeth II in 1973. The Opera House is open year-round to different types of plays, concerts, and operas. Over the years, the Sydney Opera House has become the symbol of Sydney and the country of Australia. Melbourne Let's travel from one amazing Australian city to another. This is Melbourne, and it's been home to indigenous Australians for thousands of years. Melbourne is located on the southern coast of Australia, and was one of the locations the British chose to establish a penal colony. During the 1850s, the Australian gold rush was in full swing, and it came to Melbourne. Gold was found near the city, and this led to an economic boom in the region. Over the next few decades, Melbourne transformed from a tiny prison colony to one of the world's wealthiest cities. This amazing quality of living has continued as Melbourne is often cited by researchers as one of the most livable cities on earth. Melbourne is also home to a famous sporting venue called the Melbourne Cricket Ground, or the G if you're a local. MCG has a decades-long history of hosting the most important sporting events. It was home to the 1956 Summer Olympics Games and is one of the largest stadiums in all the world. At full capacity, the G can hold over 100,000 people. Australian Sports The Australian people absolutely love extreme sports, outdoor activities, and organized sporting events. The country is filled with some of the best athletes and most competitive sporting leagues in the world. Some favorites are cricket, rugby, swimming, and their own creation, Australian football. Australian rules football, or footy as it's also called, is a competitive contact sport where players attempt to kick or touch the ball into a goal zone. The opposing players utilize tackling and defense in an attempt to prevent the other team from scoring. Cricket is a field game similar to American baseball in which it is played with a bat and a ball. Two teams field groups of 11 and take turns throwing at the wickets in attempts to get a hitter out 
one team plays defense while the other team sends their hitter to attempt to bat the ball. Cricket fields are very large, and matches can also last a long time, often reaching hours on end. Let's review. We started off our journey learning about the history of Australia with the native Australian Aboriginal peoples. James Cook came to the island on behalf of the British and found some locations to establish prison colonies. Gold was found in Australia and the provinces grew. They grew so much, in fact, that Australia gained independence from the British. We learned about the beautiful Great Barrier Reef and some of Australia's animals. It's very important for all of us to work hard to protect the planet to make sure it stays healthy. Don't forget about the amazing performances to be heard at the Opera House or catch a sporting match in Melbourne. Until next time, welcome to Australia! Who knew that there'd be so much to learn about Australia? I hope you enjoyed learning with me about how Australia became what it is today. I had such a great time learning with you, and you've made learning a lot of fun. Remember, this podcast is also available as an illustrated children's book on Amazon. Links can be found in the description below for my social media, YouTube channel, and other books. Finally, and most importantly, never forget that you're special, you're perfect, and you're loved. See you next time!